0: Hey everyone, this is Isaac Maddox, and I'm the pastor of Activate Church, and this is our podcast. Remember, you can subscribe to our podcast and subscribe to our YouTube channel, follow us on Facebook and Instagram. I hope this message blesses you, encourages you, builds your faith, and I hope you enjoy the message. Miracles, and and miracles are happening in our church, okay? And uh, so far, only two out of ten type-scale miracles. We're hoping for three You know, out of 10. I'm just joking. Some foots have been healed. Some ankles have been healed. And uh, I'm pretty hardcore. Jesus said, go show yourself after the leper was healed. Go show yourself to the priest. That was Jesus' kind of go get a doctor's note. I want proof. Or or Actually, you should have proof. And I'm not saying you should have proof. I'm saying this is what Jesus is saying. So I'm not into emotional miracles in the sense of, my goodness, I can't even preach it. I I want your emotions to be healed. I, I just mean we want real miracles. And you don't have to pretend. You're like, I think I got healed. No, no, no. Jesus, like when he heals you, he wants you to know that you're healed. Okay? Not like, well, I, yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Jesus is the healer. Okay? And so that's what we're going after today. And miracles of all kinds. And, uh, man, let's just let God take over this place. Amen. And uh, I want to talk about hunger. And oh, so much. So much. All right. Mm. Mm. Let's go to the book of John. I want to read this story that we've been looking at, the only miracle in all four gospels. I'm doing, I'm doing the uh, rock on here. I don't think I've ever done that before. A quick note on Halloween, just so you know, we want to take it over. What if, what if it was Hallelujah Ween in 30 years? Get some faith. Stop being offended by Halloween and get some faith. Come out of your basement, okay? I grew up in the basement. Mom and dad right here, they didn't know any better. We were just like, you know, it's evil, it's evil, it's evil. Hide in the basement, you know. Mom, can I go get a candy bar? The cross was offensive. The cross was a, a can you imagine if your, you know, dad died on the cross circa 2030 years ago? It's evil, it's gross, It's bloody. Jesus is like, yeah, I'm going to make that the symbol for salvation. What if we took just the, the most, whatever, current cultural Halloween? We're not here celebrating Halloween. Okay, you got to get past, we're not here celebrating the pagan god of the egg. Christianity is known for taking over bar tunes and saying, you know what, I'm going to put amazing grace to that bar tune. Why? So that people secular will sing it and can identify. So let's all grow up and understand we win. He's asking us. To take over. <laughs> What's your motive with, with the Halloween? It's hallelujah In 30 years, it's gonna be the greatest Christian holiday that will set Thanksgiving and Christmas into motion. It'll become the John the Baptist holiday. Get some faith. No one's celebrating goblins. And no, I'm not afraid of a goblin because I got the blood. <sighs> focus. John. John. Where am I? Chapter. I'm in the wrong chapter. All right. I want to read John's version of this story. John chapter 6. There we go. John chapter 6. John chapter 6, verse 4. Now the Passover, a feast of the Jews, was near. Then Jesus lifted up his eyes and seeing a great multitude coming toward him, he said to Philip, where shall we buy bread that these may eat? But this he said to test them, for he himself knew what he would do. Philip answered and said, well, 200 denarii worth of bread is not sufficient for them, that every one of them may have a little. If, if we sacrifice like a whole year's salary, um, which would be a great sacrifice for us, they would still only get a little. Is your Christianity, I give a whole lot, but they get a whole little? I thought that was really good. <laughs> <laughs> hmm everyone's still offended by the halloween thing i still don't think we should celebrate it hey i agree i'm just an evangelist so i'm gonna just take what we can to get people saved amen do, do you feel like man i give a lot in my marriage and they still look at me and go i'm not getting a lot are you giving a lot but they keep telling you you're, they're not getting a lot i'm giving lot. we need a miracle One of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said to him, There is a lad here who has five barley loaves and two small fish, but what are they among so many? And then Jesus said, Make the people sit down, for there was much grass in the place. So the men sat down, a number of about 5,000. Really, we're looking at 20,000. Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed them to the disciples. And the disciples to those sitting down. And likewise, the fish, as much as they wanted, as much as they wanted. Someone say, as much as they wanted. As much as they wanted. You can get as much as you want this morning. So when they were filled, someone say, filled. 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 Okay, filled. He said to his disciples, gather up the fragments that remain so that nothing is lost. Jesus is a clean freak. Amen. I joke. Let's look at this this morning. What's happening here? Gather up the fragments that remain so that nothing is lost. Therefore, they gathered them up and filled 12 baskets with the fragments of the five barley loaves, which were left over by those who had eaten. Then those men, when they had seen the sign that Jesus did, said, This is truly the prophet who is coming to the world. Therefore, when Jesus perceived that they were about to come and take him by force to make him king, he departed again to the mountain by himself alone. Jump up to verse 26. The crowd finds him again. Verse 25, when they found him on the other side of the sea, they said to him, Rabbi, when did you come? Jesus answered and said, most assuredly, I say to you, seek me, not because you saw the signs, but because you got a free lunch. Basically. But even if you're here this morning for a free lunch and you don't believe that he's Jesus, you know that Jesus was still healing and still feeding them? He was. You you, you ate the loaves and were filled. Do not labor for the food which perishes, but for the food which endures to everlasting life, which the Son of Man will give you, because God the Father has set his seal on him. Then they said to him, what shall we do that we may work the works of God? Jesus answered and said to them, this is the work of God, that you believe in him who he sent. I need to want this morning. The filling is based on my wanting and my hunger, and my work is faith. We've got some work to do. It's not that you don't have some work to do. You need to work on your faith. It's a fight of faith. God, give me your word. Let my ears hear your word. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by your word. I want to work through the word on my faith, on my faith. Therefore they said to him, What sign will you perform then that we may see it and believe? What work will you do? Our fathers ate the manna in the desert, as is written. He gave them bread from heaven to eat. Then Jesus said to them, Most assuredly, I say to you, Moses did not give you the bread from heaven. He's just messing with their theology. He's just messing. Some of you, he's messing with your theology this morning a little bit. But my Father gives you the true bread from heaven. I can kind of handle that. And then Jesus just goes straight Crazy. For the bread of God is he who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. Then they said to him, Lord, give us this bread always. And Jesus said to them, I am the bread. I gave you bread and I am. Don't say you're bread, Jesus. Don't equate yourself to a barley loaf. I gave you bread and I am bread. I want to preach this morning on no leftovers. I need about an hour, but God's good. We'll just get it in and uh, go home and watch all of our football teams win. Amen? That would be a miracle. That would be a miracle. Jesus, we thank you for this morning. We thank you for the church. We just pray every person in this room would be encouraged and built up and see you as good. Yes, in life there's choices and disciplines and stewardship and more, but God, we sit in this moment receiving from you. We just want to sit at the table and we just want to eat from the word and eat from salvation and eat from what you want to feed us based upon our hunger. Lord, we look to you today as the author and the finisher of our Faith, we do not look within ourselves; we look to you. All eyes are on Jesus in this place, in your name, Amen. I think we can agree. One of the uh, the darkest things that took place in COVID, um, one of the hardest things, really, um, were no samples at Costco. Amen. <laughs> Something like we're going down a dark path. It's so like, usually starts off with a funny story. That was funny. They're back. Oh yeah, they're back. They're back. It's actually not funny, but I used to take my kids to Costco because we would get a free lunch. Amen? They don't really cap you. It's like, go around again. Dad, we already had one of the new Hot Pockets. Go around again. The sweet lady would love to give you some more. But it's amazing how many times I've gone into Costco with a certain yogurt on my mind. That's the yogurt I'm getting. It's the Noosa yogurt. It's got a little fruit on the bottom. It's a creamy yogurt. I'm going to go get it. It's going to be good. I need some Noosa yogurt. And then the sweet lady's there serving up some other yogurt. I'm, I'm like, I'm okay. She's like, it's really good. And I'm like, okay. And then she scooped up this, this delicious yogurt. And then she squeezed a little honey on top. And I was like, no, no, you did not squeeze a little organic local honey. So she's like, take it. I was like, ah. <laughs> 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 i like, I will be buying that yogurt. I love that. Where is it? It's two for one? Yes, God is good. How many times have I walked in to Costco and sampled something and quite literally changed the barbecue sauce I was going to buy? How many times have I changed the, bre- the whatever it is I was going to buy? Our life is like sampling Jesus. He is here Giving us samples. He's not asking you to love cucaraca bread. And you're like, I don't know what cucaraca bread is. It's like, you should buy cucaraca bread. No, he's like, Here, have some cucaraca bread. Then you can eat the bread and go, Oh, I actually like cucaraca bread. I never even heard of it. Where's it from? It's from cucaraca. Oh, that's awesome. And then you give other people the cucaraca bread. He's not asking you to crave something you haven't eaten. So he feeds the, the 20,000. He says, here, you're gonna, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to meet your felt need. I'm going to meet your need, and that's going to awaken something. It's not perfect. You think I'm Elijah. You think I'm a prophet. You think I'm magic. You, you want to make me king. You don't even really understand what I'm doing. It's okay. He says, eat. And then he goes, I want you to eat me. And that's where we, that, we, we lost Jesus. That's where the people were like, whoo. I don't know about that. Now, to understand something about Jesus is to understand there's good hunger and bad hunger in the Bible. Have you ever been confused? It's like, you will hunger and thirst no more. Right? The woman at the, at the well. If you drink this water, you're never going to thirst. But then there's blessed are the hungry and thirsty. Blessed are those that hunger and thirst. After, right, right. So there's a hunger that we're born with because we're born in Adam and so we have lust, flesh, desires that are hungry and once we Costco sample Jesus, one hunger goes away and then one new hunger is birthed and after that new hunger is birthed, now I hunger Jesus. I hunger and thirst after worship. I actually find myself thirsting for the word of God. That is what our Christianity can be. It doesn't have to be a to-do management issue. It can quite literally be my craving and my hunger and thirst for food. That, that's what it can be when a new taste. But, but how do I stop craving so much sugar? I have to eat a new diet. You can't just shut off one diet. I've tried. It doesn't work. There's no sugar. No sugar. There's times, man, when I get on a sugar bender, I mean, I can put down a whole pint of Ben & Jerry's ice cream, get to the bottom, be like, Who? Who snuck in here when I was in the bathroom, right? I can get, I can, well, I don't wanna embarrass myself, but I, I mean, I can eat the, the, the biggest blizzard at Dairy Queen and still look at that bottom in, in disbelief and pray for a miracle. Lord, fill it up. Fill it up. Can't wait t- till Jude 16. I'm gonna send them on down for blizzards Sunday night. But what am I talking about? What am I talking about? Taste and see. Taste and see. That craving has to be shut off. But I can't just shut it off. Stop. I'll, I'll starve. I'll starve and be miserable and eat power bars and then supplement myself without real food. And then I need real food. So then you learn to cook and you learn real ingredients and you learn food. And all of a sudden you start to eat. And then I don't crave don't get crazy with me. I still crave a little donut here and there. But I don't have this, like, I have to. So he shuts off one hunger and he does another hunger. And so he's talking about hunger. Jesus is talking about hunger. And he's saying, you came to me this morning because you are hungry physically for more bread. It's probably the best bread you've ever eaten. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. where does it come from? It came from heaven. They're like, oh, oh, oh. Oh, our, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, we know about this. And we have our old frame of reference. Oh, yeah, our, our, our grandparents ate the mammoth from heaven. <gasps> so you, okay, sweet. So you, you're going to be cooking for us food? like That's it. We got a bakery now. We got a healer. Wait, let's get the crown. Get the crown. You can imagine. This is some of the stories in the Bible I wish were told. Militia groups were coming together. And we're talking about 20,000 just experienced this miracle. All 20,000 knew about 5, 10, 20. I mean, we're talking about maybe hundreds of thousands of people in this region already at this moment to say this is our moment to rise up against Rome and take back the kingdom and and we need to go right now, right now, right now, right now. And Jesus is like, that's not the plan. Um, I'm the bread, I'm the bread. And he's trying to just switch them over to that same hunger that you have for sourdough bread with butter and garlic. We're gonna get hungry in this place. That same lasagna craving that you get at about... Well, not quite yet. It's early service. So let's switch to brunch. Wrong service. You know, the eggs benedict. Yeah, that's saying that, that hollandaise sauce that's just perfect. And, that, and the egg, oh, that's poached. Just, and that, oh, the English muffin that's crunchy on the outside and just a little soft on the inside. And it's got the perfect flavor that every bite just hits the front part of your tongue and the back part of your tongue. It's a little bit American. It's a little bit French. But it's definitely perfect. I could preach Eggs Eggs Benny all day. That same hunger that you have for caramelized pecan French toast with a little slice of banana and real maple syrup is the same thing. I want to relate your relationship to food and equate to your relationship to me. I'm bread. I'm bread. Crave me. Eat me. My flesh and this is where it got a little weird. I'm the bread. Verse 52, the Jews then for quarreled amongst themselves. Like, How can this man give us his flesh to eat? Then Jesus said to them, Most assuredly I say to you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man, why did Jesus have to do this? Why can't it be like, you know, all I'm saying is like, like like why doesn't he preach like me? It's like, well, he's the word. That's why he can't preach like me. So oh, he's not like like going to the cross, like. His flesh isn't like, you know, metaphorically like, going to be torn off. (laughs) No, like he's quite literally God going to the cross in my stead and have his flesh ripped from his body. That's why we can say, by his stripes, by his flesh being torn and his blood being spilled, I'm saved. He's saying you've got to eat of the quite literal moment when God died for humanity. It's not a metaphor or an analogy. The kingdom has come today. Eat, crave, hunger, desire. It's gonna be flesh that you eat because it's gonna be flesh that died for you. It's intimate. It's communion. It's I'm um, eating of his sacrifice that he despised. He didn't enjoy it. He said, I despise the shame of the cross, but for the joy set before me, I, I happily picked up my cross and followed my Father's will of my love. It was love that nailed me to the cross. I had to. I wanted to. Eat. I mean, he doesn't stop. Verse 54, whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life. This is hard. This is true. See, the word comes to just upgrade your theology. Some of you, your theology is about 15 years old. Some of you are eaten on like 1987 theology. And so the word keeps coming, and, and you keep resisting. And it's like, no, I got my theology down. Yeah, yeah, but Jesus is our theology, and he's coming to reveal word to you. Yeah. He's coming to reveal word. So he's coming to reveal something that they don't understand. Quite, they don't know the cross yet. They're like, what? That's the whole point. You don't understand it. But he's trying to give you a sample. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't like kooka raka bread. It's like, just just have, have some. I don't eat falafel. Just have, just, just, I don't do Chinese. I don't, how many times people tell me that? I don't do Thai food. I'm like. You haven't had good Thai food or you haven't had enough Thai food. Right? The reason we all eat Mexican or American or Italian is because that's probably what we grew up with and ate the most of. But you get around some good Thai food and some some good Japanese food, some good curry. Alright, I'm gonna pivot on that. And but she's having eat for my flesh is food indeed. Food? And my blood is drink keeps going verse 60 therefore many of his disciples when they heard this said this is a hard saying (laughs) this is a hard saying I know your heart's yeah me too me too we're in the same boat we like this guy but this just got weird and when Jesus knew in himself that his disciples complained about this he said to them does this offend you What then if you should see the son of man ascend where he was before? It is the spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are spirit and they are life. But there are some of you who do not believe. From that time, verse 66, many of his disciples went back and walked with him no more. Because that one hunger couldn't switch to another hunger. And then Jesus said to the twelve, do you want to go away too? I love this. But Simon Peter said, Lord, to whom shall we go? We're in this too far. There's no going back. What you just said was purely unadulteratedly whack. But it's too late for me. We've come to believe and know that you are the Christ Christ some some, some can afford to go back to that old hunger but I'm in this too deep, you've messed with me too much I don't understand it but all I know is I'm hungry all I know is I'm thirsty all I know is I can't go back I'm stuck, you've messed me, you've ruined my life I, 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 I'm in this too deep I don't understand what you just said but I do know I've got a hunger to worship and a hunger to pray and a hunger But I've come to know and believe that you are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. I don't get everything. I don't understand everything. But I know that you are the Messiah, the one that was prophesied right here, right now. I know and I believe. And when you come to a place of knowing and believing, no devil in hell... No kid from high school, no Facebook bully, no amount of peer pressure can take it. I don't understand everything. You, 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 you can get me. You can get me stuck on a verse. You can, you can, you can say something that I, I don't. I don't. I don't understand everything. But I do know I'm, 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 I'm hungry, and I've come to know that Jesus Christ is real. I know it. I know it. I know it. I've come to know and believe. I've come to know and believe. I've come to. I believe through Scripture. I believe to I believe you go all, the, all over the world and say the name of Jesus, and people start to weep. It's the only name. It's the only name. It's not Buddha. It's not Muhammad. It's not crystal power and trees. That's a creation. No, this is the creator. He has one name. His name is Jesus. You can go anywhere. So I've seen, I believe, I believe, and I also know. I also know. I've come to know and believe. When I read scripture, I, I, I'm in relationship with Jesus. Here this morning, I'm in his presence. There's no place place I want to go. I don't understand everything but I've come to know and believe. I've come to know and believe. And when I don't understand, my hunger is what leads me forward. My hunger is what pulls me into the mystery. Don't sit back until you understand everything. Hmm. I'm going to contemplate that. Not that understanding isn't a part of life. But faith and hunger is what leads us through the mystery of what is he saying you're not going to understand it right now boys remember the miracle remember the miracle everyone gets as much as they want their hunger kept the food coming it's not a source issue it's not a resource issue it's a hunger if there were if there's hunger he fills it the hunger dictates the filling But why are we talking about all of this in regards to you, Jesus? Because I want the intimacy that you have with food. It's the same with me. It's when you have to receive and take in. And like you crave, you can have a memory about yesterday's meal, and then you can think about tomorrow's meal. But when you eat, you're very present. You're, 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 you're very much hungry <laughs> and you very much want to eat. And Jesus said, That's that's what I want. I, I want. I want you to crave me. I want you to take it in. I want you to eat. I want you to sit at a table. We're way too fast food. So back in the day, sitting and, and eating with people was intimate. That's why when Jesus ate with prostitutes, they were like, Whoa, this 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 isn't this isn't good. Because there's agreement and there's and there's connectedness as they would sit and lay for hours and eat and fellowship and talk and so there's this intimacy around food and Jesus says I'm bread I'm bread I'm bread I want you to take me in I want that cycle of hunger filling hunger filling hunger fill. this isn't about to-dos just as much this isn't just about what you need to what this is this is about hunger I'm bread I'm bread salvation is bread you get, you get to partake of this on the, on the hour a couple times a day some snacks if you eat food food drink 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 eat eat that 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 relationship that you have with food is, is that relationship with me it's the cycle it's the cycle and the hunger dictates the filling the hunger are you hungry are you are you hungry Matthew 5 6 The blessed are the hungry. Are you hungry this morning? I don't care what your personality type is. I don't care if you sit there or you jump and dance the jig. Sometimes people dance in the jig and it's all fake. Who knows? doesn't matter. But are you hungry? If you're not hungry, it just means you haven't had a sample in a while. That's what scares me about this season. People are at home and and I love them and we love them and we're all in different places. The problem is if, if you lose a taste, then you just crave a certain type of food and flow. And it's just like all of a sudden you gotta taste a little bit, and all of a sudden you're like, wow, oh my gosh, I forgot how good. And we've been microwaving our dinners, and we're like, Well, it's not that bad, you know. It's it's got calories and it's got a little taste. If you dump a gallon of salt on the TV dinners. do we call it TV dinners anymore? And then, then God wants to show you a picture of a Thanksgiving meal. And so this is what I want for you. This is what I have for you. But God's so good. He just hands out samples at church. It, it doesn't matter who you are, what you've done this week. He just gives you a sample. And that sample will gonna cause a new hunger and a new thirst in your life. And that hunger and thirst, when Jesus sees hunger, he fills it. I love these verses on filling. It says... In, uh, in Ephesians 5, 18. Do we have Ephesians 5, 18? It says, do not be drunk with wine, but be filled with the Spirit. Be filled. Any, anytime Jesus talks about the Holy Spirit, he always talks about a filling. It's never like, and I'm going to, you know, give you just a little bit of gas, kind of see what, how you do that, and then come back to the gas station. He always talks about, if you're hungry, I'm going to fill you. And I'm talking about a filling. We're talking about bread. We're talking about a carb filling that you go, oh, so good. A, a real filling where you're full, you're happy, you're satisfied. Acts 2.4, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. Someone say filled. Yeah. They were filled. Acts 4.31, and when they had prayed, the place they were assembled together was shaken, and they were all filled. 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 Topped off, overflowing. Whenever there's hunger, all there needs to be is hunger. And Jesus says, I'm going to fill it. I'm going to fill it. We do not have a filling problem. We have a hunger problem. I need to get hungry. And if I'm not hungry, I've got to be honest with myself and say, Jesus, I I need a taste. I need a taste of that joy. I need a taste of presence. I need a taste of your grace. I need a taste of faith in Scripture. And just begin that that. Lord, I need the right sample today. I need to taste. I need to taste. So he instructs his disciples. Miracles over. Disciples are walking around going, "You get enough, Johnny? You good?" We got you you, you see the switch here? From what you need to do to Jesus is now serving. You you ah, well you better know. <laughs> this is what are you, are you hungry? Um, I'll I'll take one more. Okay, you're gonna get one more. We got one one more cat over here it was the eighth piece of of fish. All right, all right. Here we go. Here we go. Anybody else? Twenty thousand people. You sure? Get it while it's good. Get it. And then all twelve said, "Everyone's tapped. Everyone is filled." And Jesus said, "Okay." So everybody got. Yeah, everybody got. Yep, yep. Okay pick up the leftovers. Pick up pick up the leftovers. This wasn't a cleanup project. This wasn't them sweeping up the crumbs on the grass so the local centurion wouldn't get mad at them. This was picking up the fragments that he had blessed. Picking up the loaves because there was a supply chain. They were feeding people. And then the disciple said, "Everyone is filled." And he said, "Okay. All right, everyone's full. Pick up, pick up the bread that wasn't eaten. Because Jesus said, I don't do leftovers. I don't do leftovers. You you don't get to bring this home. (gasps) What? But Jesus, you're so good and you're so gracious and you're so amazing and you're so awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. You do the hunger. I do the filling. If you take this bread home, you're going to feed yourself or think you can feed yourself, but you can't. You are not God and you are not in control. You get hungry, I feed you. This meal will affect you, but it cannot feed you tomorrow. Hear me. Food affects you. Over the course of time, food will literally transform you at a cellular level. But food, today's meal, has no good for me tomorrow. So he goes, "Pick it up. Pick it up. 12 baskets. Yep, no don't let anybody take it home. There's no leftovers. I don't do leftovers. Do another round. If they're hungry right here right now, they get to eat. But they don't get to take this home. You can't feed yourself. Your job is to hunger. I'll feed and I'll fill you. This meal is for right now. I'm food. I'm bread. We're trying to feed ourselves and live off yesterday's eating of Jesus and yesterday's meal of faith. And 10 years ago, you should have been there at that conference. Woo! It was beautiful. We're trying to live and microwave off yesterday's meals. We're still reminding ourselves, and we think we're eating off leftovers. But the truth of it is, is there are no leftovers, and so we're starving, We're actually we're actually malnutritioned and we're just talking about meals that we ate years ago and Jesus is saying, No, 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 I picked up all the excess. Be clear. Yes, it impacts you. Yes, you have a memory of it. Yes, it fed you. Yes, it slightly changed you. But you need to eat again. There, is, there, there are no leftovers. You need to get hungry. I want to feed. I'm bread. So the meal today, eat it again tonight. Eat, you, don't, you don't have a, there's no filling problem. There's a hunger problem. And I'm here to fill you. But you thought you brought home some baskets of bread. But the bread's not there. You just have a memory. I'm bread. I don't do leftovers. I don't do leftovers. The reason you don't pray is because you thought you could take some home. We don't have a busy problem. We have a hunger problem. We don't have, I don't have enough time. We're just not hungry. Because when you're hungry, you eat. And he said, I want to be bread to you. When you're hungry, you eat. When you're hungry for salvation, you eat. When you're hungry for grace, you eat. When you're hungry for my word, you eat. You keep finding old moldy bread and you ask someone, do I have to eat this? We have a taste for like old moldy bread and Do we have to go to church? Do I have to worship? It's because it's just old. Nothing wrong with it back then. But it had about a couple hour, you know, rate on it to be fresh. And then Jesus says, You done? All right, pick it up. And then you leave that miracle, and it's like, I'm hungry again. And Jesus goes, Yeah, exactly. That's what I want to be for you. I want to be bread. I'm your bread. Hour on the hour. You keep reheating yesterday's prophecy and microwaving yesterday's encounter. I'm bread. I give me this day my daily bread. That's why David wasn't just a psalmist or a warrior, he was a prophet. He said, You're gonna need this on the daily. You're living off an old meal. Your faith is anemic, your worship level is anemic, your preacher's anemic. I know you got the good old days and you're thankful for your testimony. There's some things. But I'm telling you, I'm bread. It's time to get hungry. I want to feed. I want to feed. You don't have a taste for it. Here. Here's a sample. Here's a sample. I'm a good God. Here's grace. Here's faith. Here's courage. Here's preach. Here's word. Here's forgiveness. Here's, here's, here to, here's a gift. Here. Here. Here's a work ethic. Here's a perspective. Here's some love. Here's some joy. Here. Here's some peace. And all of a sudden, you're going to start craving it. He's going to say, eat it. Eat it. Eat it. It's a, my, my, it's my, my mercies are new every morning. Eat of it of that you're living off of mercy from 1982. Eat. Eat. I'm not that hungry. God give us a hunger. God give us a hunger. Pick it up, boys. This isn't gonna help them tomorrow. Based on their hunger, I'm gonna fill them. I don't do leftovers. I don't do leftovers. I don't do leftovers. I need him every couple hours. I need him a couple times a day. That's why they used to pray three times a day. Daniel, three meals a day. Eating him. He's my life, he's my source. So many of us go, man, what happened? He's food. (laughs) The Spirit is water. I need to drink, I need to eat. And there's always this picture of a table. David said he, he prepares a table before me. Even in the presence of my enemies, I can eat. We're so microwave. We're so, can I pray on the way to work? Yeah, I mean, okay, technically, but, but eating is a table situation. It's not a fast food. It's, it's the table is set. Food has been cooked. You sit down. Stay a while. Connect relate enjoy eat as much as you want cuz this meal you can't take with you i don't do leftovers you can you can warm up that chinese food but i'm not chinese food i'm fresh bread that's that's the good news the bad news is you can't take it's not going to feed you tomorrow and when you're hungry tomorrow I'll feed you when you wake up tomorrow I'll feed you when you grab the hand of your wife tomorrow night I'll feed you I'm bread I don't do leftovers but the bakery is open and according to your hunger I will fill you it's a table it's a table thing it's a table thing sit eat sit down get hungry eat my flesh, drink my blood. This is an intimacy thing. This is a marriage thing. This is a covenant thing. This is a ring thing. This is an all in thing. I want you to eat like I want you to to eat Jesus like we eat Thanksgiving meal. I, I want you to sit down, and you're anticipating it, and you're looking forward to it, and you want to eat. It's food. It's, it's, it's food. It's, 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 it's eat like it's the last Thanksgiving of your life. Jesus is saying, I want, you know that thing where you're just like, I got to get that burrito. Yeah, that's what I want for your life. And you're, yeah, you're thankful for yesterday's burrito and tomorrow's burrito. But man, that moment of eating the burrito, is pretty good, isn't it? Yeah, that's that's your walk with me. It's based on hunger. It's you're, it's based on hunger. I want you to be hungry. I want you to be hungry. And if you're hungry, I'll fill you. All you need is a little bit of hunger. All you need, I'm not going to force feed you. Some of you are waiting for dad to grab some food And force it into your mouth. And God said, I don't do force feeding and I don't do leftovers. I do fresh baked bread. If you're hungry, I will fill you as much as you want. I don't get a little bit. No, I will outpour my spirit. If there's a little bit of hunger for the whole, I will give you as much as you can handle. And you're the one that goes, that's enough. That's enough. We've got this backwards. We don't have a God will you come problem. We don't have a filling problem. We've got a hunger problem. Jesus said, will you hunger after me? Will you hunger after salvation? Is a hunger that I want to Put inside of you, and that's what we all want out of our kids, don't we? When it's no longer, "Do I have to go to church?" is Dad, I want to go to church. Why? There's hunger. When you find your kids reading the Bible, you got to put samples. You're not force feeding your kids. Some, some of you parents need to hear this. This is a revelation. You're not force feeding, but you're sampling. It is your job as a Costco Christian to give everyone in your life a sample. People, don't force feed a meal, but you ought to be sampling the presence of God. You ought to be sampling prayer. You ought to be sampling a life of generosity, a life of church, a life of forgiveness, a life of sharing the gospel, a life of love, a life of joy, a life of an overcomer. You ought to be sampling ought to be a sample of the Holy Ghost, ought to be a sample of miracles, It ought to be a sample of worship and freedom
1: and dancing and Jesus and joy. Your life is a sample to this world, to your family, to the globe. My life, my life being poured out. Jesus
0: said, I'm a drink offering. You're a drink offering. I'm a
1: drink offering. Let's get hungry. Let's get hungry, let's get hungry, let's get hungry, let's get hungry.
0: of church. It's so simple. It's just he doesn't do leftovers. I'm so thankful for the 1950s outpouring. I'm so thankful for the Jesus people. I'm so thankful for Azusa. I'm so thankful for the Pentecostal. I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful for the moves of God. But we got a lifetime right now, right here. We got 20, 30, 40, 50 years to get hungry and say, God, would you move now? I'm I'm hungry. I'm hungry.
1: I'm hungry. I'm hungry. I wanna drink. I wanna drink.
0: Acts chapter 11, verse 13. I wish we had an hour. We just got to get this all in. Whew. Acts 11, 13. Okay. If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? We just want to take a couple minutes and just receive from the Holy Spirit. Just get hungry. I'm so thankful that you went to Bethel Conference five years ago, but right here, stop living off that. That meal cannot feed you right now. I'm so thankful for that book you read last summer, but the problem is, breaking news, Jesus is bread. He's fresh-baked bread and the truth of it is he doesn't do leftovers i thought i was eating leftovers he's saying no you're anemic you're malnutrition here's a sample samples all you can handle but a little bit take it take it ask for the holy spirit i'm telling you there's a fresh anointing on jessica i just saw it today there's an anointing man andrew that song i thought we were singing belonging co honestly i was like oh he's the start there's an anointing there's an anointing there's an anointing. There's an anointing. He's here. He's here. I'm telling you. Oh, his presence is here.
1: Get hungry. Get hungry. Let's sing this. Get hungry. The anointing is here. He's here. He's here to fill. He's here to heal. He's here to break through. He's here to
0: of Jesus there would be some sort of definition of how we take food but sometimes if you get like a at sushi you get like a dragon roll and you're like or you get one of those big burgers at one of those places in Nashville and you're like where do I start close your eyes put your hands out put your hands on your put your hands up Kneel, come get some prayer. But he's here, he's here, he's filling whatever drinking means to take that in. Drink, in. drink it in, drink it in, drink it in. There's more, there's more, there's more, there's more. Drink it in, just eat, just eat, just eat. Whew. God, I thank you, Holy Spirit. Fill her up, there's more in her than she could ever imagine. But as she sees you, she'll walk in power. As she sees you, she'll know who she is. The anointing and the call of God. Fill her up. I thank you for the call of God. I thank you for the anointing. The anointing, the anointing is breaking, breaking yoke. The anointing breaks the yoke. The anointing breaks something you might not even know that you have on your life. But just let the anointing right now break chains of fear Break chains of peer pressure. Break chains of insecurity. Break chains of living in the past. Break chains of identity. Let the
1: Holy Spirit, let the anointing break every yoke of bondage in the name of Jesus
0: and uh, if you need some prayer, come on up here. Our church is just moving into, a, I think, a beautiful season of just receiving from the Holy Spirit. Call it renewal. Call it revival. Call it the gift and promise of the Holy Spirit. Just one last word. I just saw some of you. You've been so submitted your whole life. You've been such a servant. That is this is for a lot of people. God is so for your heart of humility and service to your pastors previous now your church but there was one thing you're, you're stuck because God wants you to know I've called you to lead and, 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 and before someone spanked you and said hey you're getting out in front of leadership and so that stifled you but God just wants you to know it's, it's time lead Lee, I know it's uncomfortable, but I want you out front. I want you leading your family. I want you leading that ministry. I want you leading that prayer group of work. I'm calling you to lead, and now the anointing is going is is to pull you. Not that you're not submitted, not that you're not submitted, but God's saying, I'm going to put a fire in your mouth. It's going to be like a fire in your belly. I'm putting words. I'm putting wisdom. And I'm calling you to lead. I'm calling you to raise your voice. I'm calling you to speak up. The time is now. It's not your mom. It's not your dad. It's not your grandma's faith. It's not granddaddy's faith. It's your faith.
1: And it's time now. Name,
0: Whew. thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Whew. Love you so much. We're gonna to continue to pray. If you want some prayer, come on up here. If not, have an amazing day. Walk in the Spirit, let the Holy Spirit lead you. It's a relationship, it's an adventure. It's a, every couple hours. I'm gonna figure out my hunger needs to be satisfied. Is it word? Is it worship? Is it a preaching podcast? Is it sharing my testimony with my neighbor? I'm hungry. I need to eat. Come on. Love you guys so much. We'll see you next Sunday. If you need some prayer, come on up. Come on up. Thank Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.